none of the scenes in this program were staged. just climb out the window down some sheets it's easy <laughs> yeah or slowly I've scrape away at the brick wall before. with a spoon yeah, and then your friend's <laughs> waiting with a speedboat and you just that's it off you go cruise off into the sunset exactly. there's got to be a sewer pipe involved at some no, point I think, you got to crawl through uh, a, and sewer a poster pipe. Yeah, a, poster of rita hayworth. a poster of rita hayworth and a guy named red played by a black guy <laughs> And you, you need know, it's someone, funny as, uh, someone on the inside who can, you need someone to start a fight in the canteen as a distraction. Yes. That's very important. Start a fire. <laughs> if, if that should actually well, happen. Well, that would be irresponsible. Come on. <laughs> a small kerfuffle. Just, that's all you need. From what I gather, like, anytime any kind of shit goes on in a prison, like, it's immediate shutdown. Everyone's back in yourself. Fucking doors are shut slamming shut behind you the the the, the prison sealed off basically yeah. so it's it's, it's constantly sealed off except for certain areas at a time you know what i mean so like not everybody from the whole thing is out together in one thing ever you know there's no oh no don't, shit don't work like that it's it's court it's uh, segregated in certain sections i think that anytime that there um people do escape quote unquote i think it's it's because someone like you know they've gotten uh, some guard to, to let him out, you know. Yeah. Someone, someone, um, on the inside, get him out. Yeah, yeah. So. It's always corruption from the actual yeah. workers, at, especially when it comes to smuggling, like you said. And I even heard that people have been using drones to drop packages of drugs into prison yards. Which, oh, who knows how true that is? But well, sounds minute. plausible. It's a don't, miracle don't of technology. Live on a, don't we live on a prison planet? Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> oh damn. Shit. But they have um you know, but a lot of stuff we talk about is like you know, super max is what we think, but really that's not yeah the majority of them, you know? Like the majority of them um are uh are are not quite like that. And a lot of them have um these uh, the way that a lot of stuff gets in also is through um because they let the prisoners out. You know, that's a little thing that they don't talk much about, but the people are well, out, I know about you know, that. like you're allowed to be fucking, depending on your sentence, you know, you might like be able to just have to stay there at night or on the weekends or, yeah. um, and you have like a great deal of independence. You might be able to just walk off the grounds or, uh, you might be in a, a section where you're, uh, right by, um, like the highway or kind of close to civilization again. I worked with a kid who was getting... Um, had, when he was in jail, had gotten drugs into jail because his buddy, who uh, he had been communicating with from the inside through cell phones, you know, so it's amazing. And uh, that he would like do a prearranged location. The one guy would go leave him stuff there because that's where he knew he would be the next day on like work release or something, work detail. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then he just go pick yeah. it up. Then he brings it in. Yep. So. I mean, when it's that visitors easy, too, if 
if there are, if some prisoners are allowed to have face to face visits. That's how mm-hmm. a lot of stuff gets into is the guest. You got it in that way too. Conjugal. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't even have to. You got it in that way. He said, "Uh, the guy, uh, he was had some meth smuggled into him, and it, fucking the guy who smuggled it into him dropped it on the floor on accident." <laughs> you know, and he just like said he put his foot over it real quick, you know, and he's just bends down and picks it up and back in the thing. There it is. I just think it would be. I don't know. I mean, I I understand why people in prison would want to get fucked up, you know, at all costs. Oh, but yeah. it just sounds like such a bummer to be high in prison. Oh, doesn't it? Doesn't it sound <laughs> terrible? I, if you especially could be drunk yeah, or something, that'd be one thing. Jesus, but man, yeah. Amp speed. Who wants to be? You know, in a fucking <laughs> locked room, I, you know. Yes, note. Yeah. Yeah, on math. Fucking all With... paranoid in your cell. Oh man, it sounds like uh, sounds like hell. I could see some weed though, man. Like I'd be smoking mad weed in prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what would you have to do to get your cigarettes? That's the question. Oh, oh you smoke weed pure, don't you? You guys. Oh yeah, Americans mostly do. Yeah. yeah. What's the di- what do you talk? What's the difference? What Spliff. Oh, oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do that. Fuck. Anyway, why are we talking tobacco. about prisons? That's super <laughs> depressing. <laughs> hey man, what you got on that Mad Mike Hughes, Russ? Oh yeah, yeah. You said you. Oh, were I don't have that much. That. On... Uh, I. It's just. Uh, I didn't know anything about this guy. Um. Well, I shouldn't say that. I've, I'd heard of him just in in scants, right? Like uh, that some guy tried to shoot a rocket or something in the past. And then I had happened upon this story a few hours after it happened, or a few hours after it had been reported. You know, I don't know. Um, not m- much really. Just that I thought that, like every good truther, I attack the messenger instantly. <laughs> you know, so you know, it's got. Uh, it's just the problems in the in the in the thing just prima facie, but I saw that the um did you see the video? You you watched I the did, video, right? Yeah. Have you seen any yes. other videos of the launch? Because all I found and I haven't looked into it since the other night when it happened, so but I've only found the one video that purports to show it. Right? Did you guys find any others that I haven't there, looked I to look. be honest. Okay. okay. Yeah, but, I didn't know, but wasn't but, it um because it was it's copyrighted, isn't it? I don't know if it is or not. Like, well, there's a bunch of people standing around, uh, ostensibly, from what you can dozens, hear in the it video. Said, dozens. Was... In the LA Times article, it said dozens of people had gathered. Yeah, so I would I'm think sure they had cell phones. Yeah. You know. Well, it was actually being filmed for a Discovery Channel, so fuck, there should have been a lot of cameras around. But that's right. what I mean. They would the own story? the footage, and the other well, people that... would have had to sign on disclosures to uh, be featured in it, so they wouldn't be allowed to show it. Right. Well, what if they weren't yeah. featured in it? You know, at the same time. Oh, what but if if, if, it, but... if if somebody is filming, like a channel, an official channel is filming an event, and there's people who are going to be in the footage, they have to sign the a waiver, a waiver yeah. to say that they can be. Otherwise, that's when you get like pixelated faces, and yeah, like they would have had to sign something to be there. You know. But but um, but does that mean they? It, but they couldn't also tape it with their cell phones. They probably weren't allowed to on the waiver. I would have thought. 
So perhaps be allowed that video because the, that if was... Discovery Channel were filming it, they would have obviously wanted the exclusive footage, or they wouldn't have done it, would they? I, I don't know, but like the guy who released it, the guy who I found the video from, was this guy named, um, or it was a tweet that I that was linked in an article. So the I don't have that stuff right in front of me, so it's so Justin Chapman, like, right? Justin Chapman, right? And this guy doesn't work for Science Channel or Discovery Channel or anything like that. And it was he's the one that tweeted the video, which is why I asked if there are other videos, because oh, okay. I haven't seen any Science Channel video or not that they necessarily release it. But this guy's Twitter is the one I found first that had the video on. Right. And it's so and it was linked, I think, in an RT story. And yeah. it, it was on uh, um, it was on the Spanish news yesterday. It was yeah. on all kinds of stuff. Right. It's <laughs> My all wife place, was watching but... the TV and it had the news on. And I saw it. So I saw it. But I wasn't really watching it. But then when you posted it on, it's like, oh shit, that was on the news in Spain. <laughs> so bizarre. <laughs> or you know that show, Spanish um... news announcer said, incredible. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bizarre, isn't it? Why would someone do something like that? It's just so fucking weird, right? What, Don't like I what? Mean, rock obviously, it up? you're just going to die if you try to do something like that <laughs> or severely injure yourself. He, br- he I don't broke know. his back the first time he did the, uh, uh, I think the article was saying. You know, I can, um, I'm not that, point, I would know? do something like that if I had the money. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot I mean, I would do some, I, I, well, that's just because I haven't considered, to me, it doesn't seem like such a dangerous thing. So that's just because of my critical, my poor critical thinking or, you know, you don't think skills. being <laughs> forced upwards in a cylinder knowing full well that it's going to rapidly run out of any sort of power and then plummet to the ground that wouldn't bother you thinking <laughs> yeah i didn't say it wouldn't bother me i'm just saying i would have i would can, i can see how i might consider that i've outsmarted it all you know what i mean like oh i've got it i've got my escape plan uh he wasn't supposed to land the rocket i think he was supposed to uh Escape from something like that, right? Eject, yeah. So, um, I mean, I there's think, nothing but, to but land, then again, I don't know about that. Tube, you know, I don't know about that because he's only five thousand feet up, right? That's all. That's all he was wanting to go, isn't it? Is that what you guys? There's no way you could go to five thousand feet. But I he's think that's all heavy. he wanted. I mean, what I'm saying is, I think that's what his goal was. And five thousand feet doesn't seem like how how high do you release your parachute when you're Jumping out of a plane. You it's 5,000 feet and parachute pretty low. <laughs> oh, can you? Okay. Yeah, like a couple of hundred feet. So, Depends on the order. Yeah, I mean, look at, yeah. look at like uh, the base jumpers and the. Yeah, yeah. You can jump off a bridge and release it. But I don't think you use, but I'm saying I don't think you use the same parachute to jump out of something 5,000 feet as you do to jump out of a base. But you can't. You can't but I see how there's a difference, uh, a whole spectrum of parachutes. So that definitely makes sense. can't. I don't think you can even unleash the parachute at five thousand feet, can you? Because it's too high. You need to be. Oh, dude, I don't know. I, yeah, I think you have to be a certain down, a certain, and you know what I mean. Yeah, there's got to yeah. be like an established altitude for like skydiving companies and such. Yeah, because if you release it too high, you'll just get like blown off you'll probably just die carried by the wind and end yeah. up yeah. 50 miles away exactly but if you release it too 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 low right you don't have enough um but there's a big enough, enough window slow you down. in between that to like 
Yeah. Well, yeah, Matt anyway. Mike has pulled these. He's pulled these stunts a couple times in the last few years and gotten uh, some news coverage in the states. Anyway, and yeah. You you guys know that show Tosh Point oh? Yeah. You ever heard that? He was on. He got featured on there for his last uh, previous stunt, where they did the did the whole flat Earth tie-in. Tosh Point oh brought him on to make fun of him. Did a little interview segment with Mad Mike. Oh, so he's called Mad heard. Mike. There could be a yeah, clue Mad there Mike. in the name. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, here's a question. Because seeing as James just mentions the FE, um, has anyone else seen any flat Earth stuff popping up in the media in the last week or so? In the last week? I barely just like on YouTube or anything like that. Can't say that I have. Uh, but I haven't been watching too much media anyway. I don't mean mainstream media. I mean like YouTube. And... On YouTube, yeah. No, I've got my YouTube pretty well sanitized of Flat Earth stuff. It took a while, but... <laughs> <laughs> you got to press that not interested button a lot. Yeah. I mean... Because I, I, I used to search... I used to search it occasionally. I would search Flat Earth just to see what was new out there, but I got tired of that, so don't do that yeah. anymore. But yeah, since they've changed their whole policy um, on recommendations, <laughs> yeah. I see way less of that stuff. Uh, that all seems to have got binned, doesn't it? Like it doesn't show up in any recommendations right. or anything. You really have to be in it and looking at that stuff every day, I think. Which shows how what a polished operation YouTube is, I think, in terms of um, getting rid of the crazy. Oh, because yeah. ultimately, it's going to be, it's not going to be free forever, is it? No, yeah. they're it's already experimenting with that subscriptions with and stuff. And YouTube yeah, right? yeah. Because you can pay for just the music, can't you? You know, ad-free yeah. music, YouTube and music. Then have like a movie channel and. I guess eventually I think the whole the, thing will be subscription. Uh, Netflix game now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, they're making their own movies and shit and TV shows. So yeah, it's coming. It's all coming. You know, it's all coming. So, so uh, if you want to go back to this Mad Mike thing real quick, he was the. Um, I'd read a few articles about it about his death, um, or the 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 event or whatever, and he. And in it, like, what really struck me was weird was this, the guy, the tweet, right, was this Justin Chapman guy. I'm like, who the fuck's this guy? Like, and why is he <laughs> the one breaking the story? And then he's like, look at, uh, in his Twitter, he's like, I, I, I was quoted in this LA Times article. R.I.P. Mad Mike, you know? Um, Daredevil Mike Hughes killed in crash. So I'm like, who's this Justin Chapman guy? He's a journalist and communications officer and former child actor and director and writer. And mm-hmm. he was a, uh, and not just child actor actor um on his cv he is what else does he do oh my thing won't load here he's an author journalist travel writer he's got like a u he works uh some kind of fucking un um yeah um bullshit he's uh he wrote a book called saturnalia he wrote a book called saturnalia by rare birds press and where he yeah where he explored all went through africa um for six months or a year or something supposedly and you know, backpacks through Africa, meeting all these native African peoples, uh, rare birds, rare birds publishing, I think was the book. Company. 
for Saturnalia. He was the, let's see here, he's an author, journalist, writer, poet, musician, and politician. He was the youngest elected member of the Atlant- uh, at Altadena Town Council. Uh, that's not that interesting. He's from Berkeley. Uh, let's see. Better he bust out the editor, database. Editor of Public Diplomacy Magazine and uh, staff writers Daily Trump. Sorry, I'm just trying to figure out the, some other odd things. Get Dallas yeah, Goldbug on the case. He's also he's a Freemason. A... Oh, don't <laughs> say that. Come, <laughs> don't on, know. Come, come on, Sim. Just cut the bullshit. Just give us the numerology. Let's nail him. As, a, as secretary of the ACLU SoCal Pasadena Foothills Chapter Board and as a member of the United Nations Association Pasadena Chapters Communications Committee, he also served as a commissioner on the city's Northwest Commission, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, yeah. So, so you get the kind of idea who this guy oh, his is. Na- his name is Jason? Is it uh, jo- Justin, Justin Chapman? Right? Justin, Justin okay. Chapman. Like Mark Chap- Chapman. Man. But he, in, the, uh, in the LA Times article, there's this guy named Sh- uh, something Schuster. I can't remember. But he is Mad Mike's uh, PR guy. So Mad Mike has a PR man somehow, his operation. Oh, if, yeah. you go to his, if you go to his website, which I think is madmikehughes.com, Mad I think. As of yesterday, it didn't have anything about his death on there. But maybe he updates it himself. But it looks like a pretty nice website. But this Schuster guy... Um, Schuster. Yeah, it said... <laughs> uh, he's quoting the LA Times article. He says, uh, Schuster, who did not attend Saturday's launch, said the Flat Earth argument helped drum up publicity and sponsors for Hughes who made his rockets at his home in Apple Valley. Quote, I don't think he believed it, Schuster said. He did have some governmental conspiracy theories, but don't confuse it with the flat earth thing. That was a PR stunt we dreamed up, end quote. So yeah, that's what I read, too. Yeah. Yep. He went so to the never, flat yeah, earth for been money a to kickstart because he knew he wasn't getting any funding before he jumped on the flat earth uh, bandwagon to do his stunts. And so uh, he, he got in contact with like uh, some kind of a flat earth group and he started getting his name out in the flat earth community and then started a Kickstarter and all the flat earth people funded it. So actually it was uh, IPS. For real? Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> I remember I when that the research favorite. flat earth, the research flat earth thing, right? Yeah. That was like two, maybe the three years ago at this point, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, they raised. I think they raised like seven thousand dollars just to put research flat Earth on the side I of this homemade. They rocket. raised, or I'm not not they, but somebody, some flat Earth, somehow he got like forty thousand dollars or something recently from uh, from flat Earth. His website, if you look at his website, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like he's not in the. You know. You know what's just, funny though is that launch, that launch that was supposed to. Um, uh, that all the fundraising was supposed to support that launch ended up being a total failure and never happened. <laughs> as far as I, as far as I know, I could be wrong about that, but I think that's what happened. Yeah, the rocket didn't work or something. Yeah, they're like, I'm... oh, we have technical difficulties. Stay tuned. What I don't understand, and again, I haven't looked much into this, is what the purpose of the flight was. Like, why five thousand feet was determined to be. The altitude one needed to go to to do what? I don't know. But also, what was the point? It didn't need to be manned, did it? That's no, and that's the other thing. Why didn't <laughs> he just send a balloon? Like, why not just send a balloon or something? What's the difference? Well, right? like, he's, he's a they've man. done that. They've done that, but 
Yeah, but I think I'm maybe saying, he's like, just trying to get into the Guinness Book of World Records or something. Yeah. Or he's just got this weird well, fascination think, with that being would be on listed. You know, there's nothing wrong with if you want to get in the Guinness Book of World Records, they have to come look at your shit when you do it. So you'd think yeah, they'd yeah. want to. You, well, I mean, it's probably all fake anyway. But you'd think you'd, that would be part of the promotion. There's nothing wrong with wanting to fly a rocket 5,000 feet in the air for <laughs> for you know what I mean for 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 any number of other crazy reasons. You lock your so son why in not and say that. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Like, there's no one reason isn't any better to fly the 5,000 rocket any crazier than any other. Is what I mean. You know, I mean so just you, the basic point of oh, it's a homemade rocket. I think I can get it to 5,000 feet. That should be enough, shouldn't it? Just right, it, right. Or yeah. is there anyone who hasn't an done angle. that before? Yeah, yeah. Right. Or, or, Unless it unless it's been done before, and then but why five thousand? Why not seventy five hundred or thirty five hundred? I don't know. Um, I mean, why do why do people very do much? Does it? No. Yeah. Uh, well, why do well, people do any of that kind of daredevil stuff? Is because they want to be recognized for it, and like because they want know. Mattel to make toys of them. <laughs> yeah, like, like evil, evil Knievel. <laughs> but they, they talk about that in one of the articles. They compare him to like the modern evil Knievel. But if you remember evil Knievel. He was actually, uh, like, he was more like, uh, what am I trying to say here? Love. He was like a um, cult of personality. Like, you know, yeah. what I mean? he was like, right. he wasn't just some, like, you know, he's going to, I'm going to jump these buses. I don't know if I should do this, but I said I would, and I'm a man of my word. You know what I mean? He's that kind of guy. He's like projecting this kind of air and yeah. uh he's a kind of like uh kind of like uh, a daredevil elvis <laughs> right yeah yeah, yeah he's like, but this guy is not like that and he doesn't have like a whole team around him it doesn't seem though he does have a small team um apparently but evil knievel is making a lot of money doing this shit you know like in stadiums and and on small small um smaller scale but has mad, has mad mike worked his way up from something Knievel, before? No. Like what Knievel had all the branding. He was all about USA, right. wasn't he? And like Harley Davidson and like And Evil Knievel. Yeah. He's a, he, he just was made the, it. a living brand. Yeah. Whereas this guy so, is just a freak this guy, who no one's ever heard of until this event, basically. But he clearly did it for money. You know what I mean? He's charging tickets to fucking for people to see him do this shit. Um he's not doing it on a Kickstarter. Evil wasn't. I mean, Evil Knievel wasn't jumping the buses because he'd raised enough donations. No, you know, no. He, people, he was doing it for the money, not for the practice. Yeah. You know? from so, like, so, yeah. so why? So what the point is? I don't know why five thousand feet. I don't know why he wanted to be in the rocket. I don't know. Probably because I, mean, I, I you think, think no one, wanted... do you think someone else has not flown a rocket? I bet. So if if flying a homemade rocket is possible, I bet there's someone who's been able to fly five thousand feet already. Yeah, there's, there's probably been a few people, yeah. Well, the problem is they spin because you would I think mean, that a rocket or um, it's essentially it's a missile. It's not actually a rocket. It when they go to a certain point, not that far, they start spinning. That's mm -hmm. uh, well, there's problems with that whole thing, right? Like they don't. Yeah. That's what the the fins are supposed to, you yeah, know, but they don't negate this. Right. But, they start. No, 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 no. They're an arc. Um, they have an arc, but also they start, the actual tube starts spinning just yep. from the trajectory. 
which if you were inside that thing, you'd just be like, <laughs> fucked, <laughs> you know. Would not be well, a good look. Maybe that's maybe that's the height that the I, I don't know. It was steam powered, so. Um, <laughs> I, <seen> that. <laughs> I thought that was super funny. But so he's gonna do this, I guess. He for, should have tapped st- into the steampunk crowd, really. No, bunch <laughs> of probably made broke, more money. <laughs> bunch of broke asses those guys are. He like put a put a hipster beard on the front of the rocket, like a fucking pork pie Fedora. hat on top of it, with, yeah. <laughs> and a vest around it. <laughs> yeah, it had the thing had the rocket made out of like old copper yeah, barrels PBR cans yeah, brass big like lots lots and lots <laughs> of brass and just curly tubes that don't do anything. Yeah exactly gears, <laughs> gears and shit all over it. <laughs> and you could wear pieces. those those big goggles like yep. <laughs> and an old leather like World yep. War Two pilot's helmet. <laughs> like, let's do He's this. wearing like a yeah, like a smoking jacket with patches on the elbows and yeah. carrying a cane when he's parachuting down. Exactly. Now we're talking. So what this Justin yeah. guy is doing at the at the launch, I'm not entirely sure like why he's there in the first so place. So this was he's supposed not, to be, be a like, flat earther. So um, you said somebody said that this was supposed to be under the auspices of a discovery channel program or something science channel which science might be channel. just might which might be under the discovery channel but i believe it several things have said it was for the science so then channel, i guess discovery science something this guy who put the video out if that was true then he would have just will, willfully violated his uh nda or uh, whatever knows? stipulations that they put on the I'm not, sure, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if there aren't other videos too. You know, I. Right. I don't know if there are other ones. I. I don't. I haven't spent time looking, but. I um, just saw one, and I'm assuming it's the same one you saw, because if you say there's only one that you could find, then that's probably the one I saw. It's the. I think it's the one that kind of everybody's seen. So, that was this guy's. He. Uh, um. Let me tell you about his little. So he did a Saturnalia book tour. Saturn. Um. For the publishing company which this publishing company is quite a curious thing too rare but rare books um publishing rare, rare bird did you say rare bird rare bird publishing uh american publishing house founded by tyson cornell the former director of publicity and marketing for books rare book soup um i'm trying to think here it uh it seems like a pretty typical publishing house but it was seemed to be involved in this recent um like social engineering scandal about in 2019 rare book rare bird became the subject of national attention when it canceled the book by first time novelist natasha haynes or natasha tines tines a writer in washington dc had tweeted out an image of a uniform black female washington metro employee eating on the train social media users immediately converged on her accusing her of racism <clears throat> linking it to other famous cases rare books called tines actions truly horrible canceled her novel Telling the horrible. author, yeah, telling the author that quote did something truly horrible today and tweeting a picture of a metro worker eating her breakfast on the train this morning and drawing attention to her employer. Black women face a constant barrage of this kind of inappropriate behavior directed toward them and a constant policing of their bodies. We think this is oh, unacceptable, well, and it have no true. desire to be involved with anyone who thinks it's acceptable to jeopardize a person's safety and employment in this way. So this Natasha Haynes lady, though, is a 
so she tweeted uh, tweeted a picture apparently and this all went viral of a um this metro worker eating on the tram which apparently is against the rules so what the fuck? uh yeah oh, she so that fired well <laughs> this this lady happens to be a woman of color herself uh ooh, awkward you know, oh, no. so, oops oops <laughs> so uh this is where it she... pays to be a what straight white male because if we get photographed eating on the subway no one gives a shit <laughs> she said uh excuse me are you allowed to eat on this train and the lady told her mind your own business so then oh, uh yeah. so then there were some lawsuits this lady was on several news channels about this story and shit but then the so company she was is just basically saying, "Well, if I can't eat on the train, why can you?" Is that kind of and the you work here? It? Yes, yes. Yeah, and you work right. here. Well, you yeah. got that black privilege, right? No, 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 no. Metro, metro employee, privilege. metro employee privilege. Right. Oh shit, my bad. That's a, company, yeah. That's we need to get rid of that in society. It's a real plague. <laughs> so they, um, so the publishing house canceled this lady's book, and then uh, according to BuzzFeed, though this lady. Natasha Kine sues sues them because she's been receiving all these fucking death threats and stuff um, and harassment. Uh, and she fled the U.S. She had to flee back to Jordan for, because <laughs> she was being she had to flee persecution in the U.S. back to Jordan. What she says, but she's like she's from Washington D.C. She's wow. yeah, she's like a Politico in Washington D.C. Some kind of public policy expert herself. Um. But according oh, to BuzzFeed, not a public on a, relations expert, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> well, according to BuzzFeed's article on the Natasha Tyne story, it says that uh, from the article, the company, the Rare, Bird, Rare Birds books, the company later said it would quote be moving forward with the book's publication due to contractual obligations, but only on Kindle's online self-publishing platform. The company said it would donate the proceeds of, from the book after recovering its own legal and production costs to a Black Lives Matter organization. Oh great! So Fabulous. these are the. This is the kind of nonsense circulating in the world around this. But not only flat Earth going on here. I guess is what I'm saying with this Mad Mike launch. There's also it comes from a this great Malou of sort of yeah, social of, uh, indifference of controversy. Of, yeah. yeah can, contrivances maybe you know <laughs> and uh social engineering and pr everywhere pr folks everywhere mm-hmm. you know that's what so, it sounds like yeah so what does this say about the the rocket launch i don't know maybe but it's just the whole thing is bizarre and of Beyond course bizarre. you know every good truther or skeptic is going to say well mad mike's not really dead it was all a hoax but why why would it be a hoax you know I, I just think it's entirely possible that he actually died flying his homemade steam rocket. I mean, that sounds like Don't a good, it's, easy way to die. Did. I can't, but I kind of think it's just as possible that it's all some kind of fucking scam, too, you know? Well, it could be. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just, it, as, I, I, to me, it's just as possible. So, yeah, it's know, like it, that sort of thing, you know, the posthumous uh, Tupac albums, you know, just all these music artists that are dead and. Years later, people are still cashing in on their name. But how many people are buying Mad Mike products? Like, there's no product to buy. It's um, just a media personality. Yeah. Right, but I think, but maybe the media nonsense is the problem. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It's the product. There's, that, it's not about money. It, it's more about influence. So the story. It. It's all the fucking story, you know? I, right. It's not, it's, I don't it's think so, it's... so um, obscure, isn't it? I mean, it doesn't really buy much news time. No. More than other flatters nonsense, but, you know, but a, but a man who explodes his butthole, you know, <laughs> shoving fireworks in it would get a lot of, you know, get his day in the sun, too, on the news, probably. But... Yeah. Um, it's not, you know, we wouldn't. It wouldn't strike me as the first uh, time that completely fabricated nonsense. I think, yeah, like I mean, I, I think sometimes the media, the the message, the, the thing, the thing is just the message itself. You know what I mean? Like it's not necessarily a message. It's just the thing. You know, and it's not like, oh, this is to push uh, this agenda or that agenda. It's just kind of like, it's just bullshit. You know, yeah. just just it's more too, just uh, bullshit filler. thrown out there, just for whatever. You know, because why not or something? It's just what they do. It's just what obscure to have any sort of agenda, isn't it? So it's just so weird. And things, yeah. And things can always be callbacks. You know, like things can happen now, and you know, it's so easy to be like, oh, I think it's they're pushing this thing, but really, in fifty years, you don't know if the if the if these are just the seeds for for the things of the future uh, to be called back on, you know, yeah. look at this from there and, and from, for agendas that we don't even, or, or social uh, whatever, or, or for what, for anything that we don't even know already. The whole thing could just be there to see who spreads the fucking, who links to the story. Yes. A channel I mean, test. Who fucking knows? Sure. Yeah. A channel test signal. Who knows? But so I can't really, the speculating on that, on that part is, I don't even try to well, it's, get involved yeah, it's like with it. It's just like... weird. The whole the whole confluence of it is weird. But I don't know why I'd expect it to not to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. Things like that could be used to uh take the pulse of a certain demographic of people who would actually pay attention and react to such a story. Well they I mean everything is everything is used that way already anyway. You know, yeah. it's already being the temperature's already being taken for everything, including that. Whether it has some other overarching thing too, who knows? But maybe it's just that is the only reason. You know, who knows? I, I my theory though is, uh, and I'm a little hesitant to, to say this, but oh. I think he, I think it was sabotage. I think he's the first. I think Mad Mike might be the first martyr in the hoax wars. I think oh, that he ooh. was going to touch the, he was going to touch the dome. Touch he was the firmament. The angry, angry Icarus dared to reach out and touch the glass. And his rocket was probably sabotaged by NASA. There you go. Now you're uh, getting somewhere. Even... I like I it, is... Sim. I, like I have it. a newsletter. I have a newsletter that you can subscribe to. Is it photocopied? You got any VHS tapes? It, 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 it actually, yes, it will be memorized. It will be sent to I... you in a, a three-ring binder Xeroxed yes. at the FedEx store. Nondescript. I can already hear Freeman calling you. <laughs> <laughs> we get Simon for the the skinny on this. The expert, and can you believe the expert on the Mad Mike fatality is a yeah. Freemason? Uh oh, oh, it's all falling into place now. Yeah. With his own <laughs> successful Discord channel. <laughs> his, what his else is this guy up to? Definitely some eyebrow-raising stuff. 
tell me about it. Maybe he has a water rocket. Do you ever become like some kind of famous person in the um, fucking conspiracy realm? God help you. But it's a uh, fuck. You'd be screwed, man. They'd find out your Masonic background. You give that shit away anyway. So it's like, are you just one way. no? Because I, they, can, they can screw me. I don't care. No, no. <laughs> it, it's it's a bonus as long as you as long as you're upfront about it. It's good, isn't it? Gives you more exactly. mysterious. Adds to your cre- yeah. credibility. Builds your cred for sure. Yeah. Exactly. Even though even though no one thinks I know, I have any idea what I'm fucking talking about at Freemasonry. That I'm wrong about everything. Uh, because I disagree <laughs> with, you know, because I disagree with Babylonian, you know, uh, bull worship origins, you know. I mean, you um, could be the next you know. Bill Schneblin. Oh, <laughs> you know, I probably could if I put some energy into it, but I'd want to kill myself <laughs> or, you know, jump off a bridge if I did something like that. I could never live with myself is what I mean. If or I launch yourself like that, you know? 5,000 feet in the air in a homemade steam rocket. I'm See, this is why I'm much more gr- drawn to those kind of ideas than I am to, like, Built being a Bill Schneblin. Because <laughs> once you, I was a vampire witch hunter. You could be the one. first guy to uh, drive one of those Shriner cars off the ledge of the Grand Canyon. I have to be a Shriner. <laughs> one needs the, to be the new Evil Knievel, but fully electric. <laughs> Tesla, Tesla Knievel. Is no, it's Evil Kagrinal. Evil to green or something like that. Yeah, it'd be like, you know, for the youth. Greta, Greta can evil. Yes. Do all your stunts on an, uh, do all your stunts on an electric motorcycle. Yeah, electric motorbike and then fly an electric rocket over the Grand Canyon. Shit like that. <laughs> uh-huh. now parachute, parachute made of hemp. <laughs> no, recycled heavy. plastic bags. Ah, there you go. Yeah, recycled water bottles and shit. Yeah, yeah. You could be like the green stunt. Like, there's a whole angle there, and you've got a ready-made audience. The people, but people do. You know, what is the stunt? The daredevil world. It does seem to be gone. Like the, like the man. Like, um, there used to be uh, exhibitionists. That's what I was trying to remember the name of it. Exhibitionism in like, like Evil Knievel or. Uh, you know, Annie Oakley would go do trick shots, you know, and uh, people would come to see that shit. You know, there would there used to be like um, basketball uh, guys who could just like make fuck loads of baskets, you know, and people would come and see the exhibition of this guy make, you know, 100 three pointers in a row or, you know, yeah, like when I was a kid, spinning plates, spinning when plates I was and a, stuff like that. When I was a kid, I got taken to see the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, me too. They were just yeah. like an exhibition team, just doing. Yeah, it's pretty bizarre. Isn't it? But that's it's all gone it's now. all like, it's all online now. It's all that shit's right. online. People don't need to go out to see it anymore. Yeah, I that's think what it's I mean. Yeah, it, must it, it, it exists online. Like every YouTube, every YouTuber does it. Uh, you know. To... Oh yeah, I see what you mean. There's like kids who do stunts and jackass. Yeah. Part yeah. three, you know, hit yeah, my blame, watch blame me sneak in and hit my neighbor in the head with a bat. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let this dog bite neighbor. me on the nuts. Like, hey, it's, it's breaking and entering and assault, but it's funny. No, I know for a fact that uh, trick shooting is still a thing. Those are actual events that happen. But you know what I mean is like someone like um, Annie Oakley or someone is a uh, uh, like a person. Was, was it right? A cult of personality around the kind of thing. Whereas yeah. I, I don't know anyone like that now. You know, I can name somebody who's the 
the king of the, the trick shot. Um, I'm sure in their own little community, it's big. You know, they have their those people, but mm-hmm. um, but now those sort of people have been replaced, haven't they, with people like um, Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The cult yes. personality of you know. This, There's this no one like Evil Knievel who was saying, uh, who was saying, I don't practice these things before I do them because, you know, obviously, and I don't have a speedometer on this motorcycle because I just feel it, you know, oh, and nice. uh, yeah. yeah, and I just, uh, you know, I come up with this stuff and I, I do it because I'm an American and this is, you know, I mean, this is all that kind of shit, it just. Um, as loony as it is, it's somewhat inspirational, you know, like you don't have like, what has Mark Zuckerberg ever said that's inspirational to anyone? Like, nothing. what is yeah. Nothing heroic. There's no, you know, like those kinds of things were, the exhibitionists also had like a degree of heroism to it as well, you know, and that's now, now heroism is if you form the committee that will investigate, you know, uh, deep sea temperature changes, or, or if you got together with some people and cleaned the beach. Yeah, Her- I can't remember a single beach cleaner. But I guess you have Greta. But you know, I don't know. I clean beaches? No, but she she'd be talking. She'd be telling you and stuff. Photo shoots? Fuck. She's definitely stunning. Yeah, she's no stunt man though. Ain't got a parachute, though. What were Angry Mike's other uh, Daredevil feats? I mean, if he's Angry a Daredevil... <laughs> he did the same one as the one you've seen there, taken off in a rocket, but I guess he, like, broke his back when he did that one. Okay, okay, what are his non-rocket-related feats? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. Uh, you were I'm the pretty fully, sure none. I thought you were the expert on this. Fuck, you're right, I should have made something up. I, th- I think that's uh, just, it, that's all he does, is the rocket thing. But he's only done it twice. The uh, one more time than, didn't more work than this twice. Time? No, more than well, twice. Why do you need to do it again? <laughs> I'm so, I'm so confused. I think he. Oh, did I mean, I'm not confused. I'm not confused. He was. This yeah. was just. Uh, this was just uh, because. Um, the one trick pony. On his website, he has a under like his photo little photo gallery. It was like a, you know, pictures one through eight kind of slide carousel. Oh, there was he's one... a fucking, he's a limousine hopper or something like that, he was saying. Like he, um, yeah. he, he jumps out of limousines or something. <laughs> I don't know what lim- that's all Jumps about. out of limousines? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Stop, drop, and roll or something. I don't know. Is he a Hollywood stuntman? Or... I don't think he was that. Because uh, those uh, guys have a union. I don't yeah. think they're going to let him do that. You know? like, yeah. I don't think they're going to let No, just... he was a, a freelance stuntman. <laughs> Well, where do freelance stuntmen work? Yeah, oh, just all union. Kids just party, for man. themselves. <laughs> just for themselves. I've never even heard of Angry Mike, but somehow, except for his flat earth fiasco. I don't know. One of the pictures on his website, though, was like, you know, here's a picture of him in the rocket. Here, there was a picture of a limousine. I didn't understand what that was about. Um, and there was some other pictures. And then there was a picture of a page from a book. And the text was like... Um, all about like you know when you wake up and realize your country's been sold out from under you you're enslaved to you know it's all that kind of language oh, um, but 
I don't know. It does sound like he might have had some governmental conspiracy. But I don't know. I mean, if he's, he's not touted as a conspiracy theorist, he's not a flat earther, even though all the shit on his website looks like it's flat earth. Um, <laughs> like, how much money... How much money do you get from... Like, if you have a PR man, how much does he want from your flat earth PR? You know, he's got to get his cut, right? $7,000. Do you get an agency to... How much... What do you think they take out of that? A few... Some percentage, right? Twelve grand on his last uh, GoFundMe thing. Made twelve grand to do that rocket that killed him. So, if they take thirty percent, thirty-three percent, they would get. Uh, hmm, four grand. I don't know if they make that take that much, but I mean, maybe they take more, maybe they take less. But I don't know. His PR guy's company was listed, so maybe I'll call him tomorrow <laughs> and see how much it costs to get a PR campaign running and uh, ask him some questions. See if they're That'd real. Interesting. And then, yeah, uh, right. then see, you know. Did you read the stuff about the, did you, was it the LA Times article, Nova Scotian, that said where they uh, talked about how... Post? The one where they talked about how the they asked the fire department and stuff, and they said they had no, no, no in the hospital, and they, their no body had been returned or anything like that. No, like, I didn't see that. I just read that Washington Post one that I posted. Let me see if I can find it because that was another interesting aspect of it. Was that like there was no they'd interviewed like the L.A. I think it was the trying to speak out of school here so let me try to find cool but um, well, another thing is um i think if you're gonna do something like that launch a device high up into the air technically you're supposed to clear it with the faa or like the local air traffic control authority whatever that is probably the faa if you're a cuck maybe well <laughs> If you're out in the desert in Nevada, it probably doesn't matter at all. Oh, you're killing me. The <laughs> LA Times, I've reached my free monthly limit. Thanks, Angry Mike. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> man, I hate that shit. The paywall behind all these shitty fucking uh, news companies. Uh, Forbes and all that has the exact same shit. That's the only way they can make money anymore, because nobody yeah. buys the physical fucking magazine. <laughs> they don't need to make money. Their government pays for it anyway. <laughs> they get a bunch of like freelancer journal uh journalists and shit like that to make articles for them now like from what i remember back in the day forbes used to be like kind of prestigious right well not prestigious but it, it was uh, well thought of you know well written or whatever according to yeah you know, it was yeah pretty highly regarded yeah because as a print nowadays, magazine yeah nowadays it's just blog bloggers like literal bloggers making their articles and shit like that well, that's right, the problem right. with the the social programming because there's so many people are not allowed to tell the truth about how they really feel about things. But the real intellectuals have just jacked it in, gone on to do oh, their yeah. own things. So they're only left with people who are willing to toe the socially acceptable mm-hmm. line. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same and, in publishing and... Like to... and but it's the same in all industry, like in the art industry or whatever. It's like, right. you know, it's just assumed that you're on board with like feminism and the green agenda and like all that shit. 
yeah. And a lot of yeah. it's if you say anything out of turn, even like to be anti Brexit and you have to hate, you know, politics. And it's like if you say anything out of line against that, you're just like, no, we can't have anything to do with you. You're basically a Nazi now, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Even if yeah, you don't so believe course. in the green agenda, you're some sort like, uh, no. Well, you're terrible then. Yeah. I mean, for intellectuals, it, it's, I don't know, they just have to go and do their own thing, don't they? It's like, fuck it off. That's why you're not, that's the downside of all this stuff is you're not going to get, it's going to be really hard to find critical or interesting writing, you know. You have to really hunt it out. You're not going to get it in mainstream publications. No. Right. You have to go to YouTube and all those places and hunt it down yourself. You have to do your own yeah. research, really. It's independent blogs. and yeah, Exactly. But the good news is that's all going to get tired really quick, isn't it? Because it's so oh, unrealistic. It's is, man. Yeah. People are going to... You know, everything happens in cycles. People have started to kick against it. Like, want something more realistic in line with their own values. That's yeah, I think it. I think it was about. Why no one watches the BBC anymore? Because it's just so <laughs> in your face bullshit. You know. Right. Well, and it does. I think it does irritate people too when they are being force-fed this like certain morality along with their so-called news mm -hmm. whereas like yeah. you just want to you just want to tune into something or read something that tells you what's happening but now it's just overlaid entirely with this all these morals and ethics that go along with the uh dominant paradigm or so to speak whether yeah. it's and, left or right but yeah and entertainment's the same isn't it oh, oh yeah Jesus Christ, really? It's hard to watch. There's so many movies. Like, it's hard to watch any movie that doesn't have explicit, like, SJW messaging in there. Yeah, they all do. All the mainstream yeah, I went to least. see that movie, um, 1917, which is oh, about... Yeah, the, yeah, the one about World War I. Yeah. Oh, yeah, World so, War I. It's about two guys on the front line in France fighting the Germans. And they have to, this guy has to run across the front line and pass a message on to the, some troops. Yeah. Okay. So it's World War I, it's 1917. And of course, he gets in a truck, which gets picked up by some squad and gets in the truck. And he's sitting next to a Sikh guy, you know, <laughs> in a turban. Now, that isn't. The British Army did have a Sikh platoon, obviously, but they would have been a separate platoon. They wouldn't have mixed like that yeah. with the regular soldiers. And secondly, there's another bit where he's further on down the road. He's caught up with these, finally caught up with the troops at the front line that he needs to catch up. And he sits down with them and it pulls back and he's sitting next to a black guy. What? A rainbow cast. <laughs> well, it's not a rainbow cast, but it's so apparent of like 
we're just going to put this black guy here right near the end so that there was a black guy in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? And he he just happened to sit next to the black guy. There's like 100 Mm. soldiers all sitting around. He just happens to plonk himself right. And it's so weird. It's like, really? I don't know. I mean, it wasn't pushing it down your, but it was really abrupt, you know, like, oh, okay. I mean, it didn't, I mean, it didn't add anything or take anything away from the film, but that's the whole point. It's just, I don't know, unnecessary. Yeah, it's very jarring. Right. You notice the same thing with, um, weird. You notice the same thing with television commercials in the last like twenty years. <laughs> oh yeah, where they just make these ridiculous yeah, mixed like, race couples. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> just because they don't want to be criticized for not doing it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's always one way. Like it's always a white girl with a black guy. Like in yeah, England. you never see it the other way around. Do you? No, <laughs> no, you never do. That's right. <laughs> Good observation. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah, you see that kind of shit everywhere. That's it's so hard for me to watch media because of that. I'll, I'll tend to watch like fucking old cartoons now instead of like just reruns of shit I've seen like a million times rather than watch a fresh yeah. new movie because I, I know really, what's waiting for me. Yeah, I don't really watch any TV. My my mom visited recently, and she was banging on about this new detective show. She was like, oh, "Which yeah, one?" Good. I, I can't what? remember what it's called. It was an English Give me, one. Uh, send me your mom's email later. Well, okay. I'll, 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 okay. thank you. Okay, keep going. I'll give, I'll give you. I'll send you her Twitch account. Oh, then, snap! Perfect. And, okay, um, cool. Oh, okay. Hit her up on Kick. <laughs> and uh, so she's banging on about this thing. So I thought, all right, I'm just to shut her up. I said, "Oh, I'll watch the trailer, see what it's like." And it's but this is English detective show, so I put it on. Yeah, there's a couple of people talking to each other. There's a bit of action, and then suddenly there's this really overt gay guy going, meh, 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 meh. and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ!" <laughs> I stopped watch. It's like, "Oh, I'm not going to watch that." I'd like. It's don't get me wrong. With like the tranny stuff too. Or- Maybe that's a bad was, word there, the character but, yeah. was just so obviously just wrenched in there. This, yeah, yeah, and it shoehorned in. Yeah, it's that classic. Um, it's like not real gay. Like we have a lot. But of it's like to your mom. It's like that's how the gay. You know, oh, there's that gay <laughs> character. You know, like it, it kind of ex- it, exposes those people to it. But it was that kind of TV gay. It was like fucking Will and Grace. it was like tv gay from like 20 years ago where it's like charles nelson riley yeah yeah like being taking over the scene and being over dramatic and it's like uh gays aren't like that anymore yeah they're pretty chilled in general like it's just so obviously i did say to her look i probably won't watch that but because you know i wouldn't stay up at night watching reruns of will and grace either so it's not (laughs) i hope not yeah i just don't find that entertaining or realistic why did will and the gay guy what was the other guy from jack why did they hang out with grace 
Why were those guys <laughs> friends with a woman in the first place? The fact that's about because they because they that's always the most unrealistic to... part of it. No, like that's they, not true. They have. Hey guys, hate women. No, they it's don't. It's like a reverse reverse they're, well, beard they're, they're sort of thing. No, no. <laughs> you you obviously hung hung out hung out with enough of them. They have to have a girlfriend, someone that they can tell their stories to. And the woman, the woman can be friends with them without any pressure. Or exactly, like, but they're yeah. the ones that sh- they go to the woman when they're like, "Oh, you know, it's gossip," you know, like they feed their narciss the narcissistic urge or whatever. Exactly, and the women narcissistic supply. The, so the, the woman women... is just a vessel again exactly. to be vampirized by someone. Else. Yeah. Exactly, and yeah, just so because they can outrage them really easily, you know, with their sexual exploits and their shopping. <laughs> yeah. And then when they're not around the woman, they're like, oh, you know, the woman, the, Grace is such a dumb bitch, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. You know I that happens. <laughs> well, that was in the, you don't have the DVD season three. No. <laughs> Russ has got the whole box set. Not anymore. I, I pawned it when I got it on Torrance. <laughs> And you, you got it on it. your in-car DVD. <laughs> no, he burned the whole the whole series to DVDs and then pawned the burn seed, the burn discs. How it is, it's yeah. Ivan. I heard you bought an really... iPhone with the whole season preloaded in it. Oh yeah, it was. It's a red phone too. Yeah, it was. Sweet. It was part of the deal. Yeah, it's oh, like my sweet. iTunes that came with that fucking U two album. I couldn't get rid of. <laughs> you will yeah. take this YouTube oh, album. Oh man, I remember that shit. That was horrible, man. It came preloaded with YouTube on yep. it. Can't, yeah, yep, can't delete that would, it. That would the piss me right off. Yeah, that's Sir Bono to you. Pissed a lot of people <laughs> off, but well, it just goes to show they can't actually sell YouTube's music. They actually have to give it away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just force people to listen to it when they've got nothing else. Boy, in the '90s, though, that Zootopia tour or whatever that was freaking enormous. You know, it's hard. I mean, they had um, or Zoo TV or whatever it was called. Like probably '93. It It was huge. I, from my understanding, like, uh, but I don't know what was so remarkable about you two at that point. Were they were they more popular than they were during like Joshua Tree and shit? I mean, were they the? I guess they were like the the safe rock band of that era. America, maybe. yeah, because you're only sort of allowed one safe rock band at a time, aren't you? Yeah, my parents went and saw the Eagles. You know, loved it. Not too long ago, I'm sure they'll go see. Like my parents would go see U2 now, probably. You know, so. I think U2 sense. would sell out a venue real quick. Well, not like uh, they wouldn't go to fucking Wembley and see them, but I mean, they would come to like my parents' small Indiana town. On their wind down tour, you know, cash grab. There's such a household name. People just go to see him just because. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but what made him a household? Bono? Just Bono? We are the world? I mean, they weren't, they didn't, I don't know. Their producer was Walmart, uh, man. That's all they play is that kind of shit. Shit from the 90s and stuff. (laughs) Fuck. did that classic thing like that English bands do. Well, I mean, I know they're, he's Irish, but 
they where they make a couple of albums and then the second one gets big so they go to america and then when they come back and write their third album all the songs are about coca-cola tv and jesus (laughs) 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 so many bands have done that Oh, man, I remember this band back in the 90s. What was it? Savage Garden, I think it was. And fuck, man. They had this song called, like, Chicka Cherry Cola or some shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, I yeah. thought that was so corny, man. I was like, God damn, making song about a fucking new brand of cola or some shit. You were- Jesus yeah. Jones. EMF. Those are you guys. Yeah, you that's guys just, like, that's just yeah. dudes one that have one. a record. That's, like, dudes that have a contract that they need to fulfill a certain... Yeah album requirement it's like just sitting things. around like what can we write that will be popular and resonate it's like college with rock people on it's a like, base well, they, level college rock goes big or something not somehow i was listening to this uh, this thing the other day where uh, they were talking about how a lot of uh songs pop songs from you know way back from the beatles all the way up till today are actually based uh structurally and like the chord progressions and stuff are based on classical tunes like classical music which is something i never had heard of or considered but it makes total sense yeah for the chord progressions and things like that yeah and some of them are almost direct ripoffs but all the classical music is not under copyright because the authors have been dead for so long so it's public domain public domain yeah so they can get away with it that way and still like have it you know pull at people's heartstrings or whatever like invoke this kind of nostalgia that they don't even realize is happening oh yeah it's just they're playing it on an electric guitar instead of a clavichord right so <laughs> oh, yeah To see some yeah. classical music on uh, Wednesday. I don't think it's original in the mainstream at all. The hell is making that noise? Sounds like a ice I'm maker or something. Sorry. Like Sim. It's got to be Sim. <laughs> Me. He's Definitely refilling cool. his uh, Zima. <laughs> <laughs> that Florida heat, man. You need those ice cubes. Dodging his vape. McDonald's, I just saw this thing you posted, James. McDonald's unveils Mac coin to celebrate Big Mac's 50th anniversary. <laughs> yeah, boy. It's, but it's backed by real beef. That's, that coin is oh, worth more so than US dollars. It's redeemable in uh, beef patties, is it? You swap one for a Big Mac. <laughs> is that global now? No, I think it's only in the States. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah. I could still make an economy out of those fucking free McCafe uh, stickers, though, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm at the Rose Bowl swap meet. Oh. oh, yeah, on the gay topic, man, I was going to say the fucking... It's not even like the the... Gay men on shows or gay women on shows anymore. It's it's gone past that now. It's like transsexuals on shows. 
that's what we're dealing with now. Yeah. I've seen that start like oh, oh I think it started. This is why around. I don't watch anything. I don't know yeah. this information now. The first time I seen it was uh, it's a show called Orange is the New Black, and that's where the first time I seen it. It was like this clue uh, might be in the title there. Orange is the new... <laughs> it was, it's like this prison show. It's a female like, uh, prison though, right? Yeah, yeah. female. I never prison. seen it, but Jesus and there was Christ. this dude in the female prison. <laughs> like that would does that happen? Like does, is that a real thing? Like do uh, transsexual men that turn women? Or whatever you want to say. Do they go to women prison? Because that would be terrible. The thing is, I mean, I mean how can that possible. be entertainment making a TV show set in a prison? It's just so fucking degrading. Yeah, man. yeah. I mean, yeah. Come on. Really? That's the state of like a North American culture, just worldwide. Like all these cop shows and everything. It's just like, oh, God. People live their lives, is it? You know? I mean, I know TV yeah, entertainment is supposed to be escapism or whatever, but it's just <sighs> some shows really are not escapism at all these days. Just brings you more into the crap that's going on, makes you more depressed. Yeah, exactly. It's bad news. Mm-hmm. Bad news, man. It's fucking the the Bill Nye Show, man. Shit like that is like really popular now. Not Bill Nye Show himself, like on Netflix, but. Uh talking about like you know the 32 different genders and shit like that but it's so popular now that kind of programming ever since the rise of uh like netflix hulu stuff like that like it's just uh you know uh, not big productions <laughs> it sucks like, I, I love tv man like it's awesome but like old stuff is awesome to me now because it doesn't have that kind of stuff like it was before the gay era, you know, before Will and Grace kind of broke into that market. So that's where I still go for all my stuff, 90s stuff, old HBO shows, even though older HBO shows have a lot of that, the gay stuff in it. Like uh, the another prison show, Oz, has like transsexuals, gays and shit like that. So, yeah, I guess it was always there, but it wasn't so much of an agenda, really. It was just kind of trying to be... Uh, show you like um you know reality like yeah these dudes are out here in the prisons there is prison bitches and they do dress up like uh females try to <laughs> wow and somebody watched that oh fuck yeah that was a huge show oh even the wire like thinking of that like have you ever heard of the show the wire yeah, i've never like, seen it but yeah uh, it's it's based upon like baltimore and the ghettos in baltimore uh in the in the 90s <clears throat> and uh um, they had like the one of the the biggest gangster on the show. The biggest badass was gay. His name was oh, yeah. Omar. Yeah, and he, he was the biggest badass gangster on the block. And he also was gay. And it showed him having like gay sex and shit on the show. It was fucking oh, stupid. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that show came out in the nineties. <laughs> Fuck. So I guess I'm really talking bullshit because it's always been there. Now it's been around a long time. Yeah. yeah. Had to be a lead up, I guess, to be where we are today. Had to be some kind of ramp up, I guess. Didn't come out of nowhere. Nope. It's disturbing, though. Uh, <laughs> it's I think it's going to go nowhere. Oh, me neither. Like, what do they say? Like, less than five percent of the uh, United States or whatever is 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 homosexual. 
So it's like, fuck, they're overly represented in TV shows for having such a, being such a small demographic. Yeah, exactly. People will someday, you know, accept that, yes, it it was an agenda. There really was a gay agenda. People hate that term there, but yeah, there there really was a gay agenda. (laughs) No doubt about it. Someday. Year 2040, maybe. You know what to expect, though, when you watch, you know, their TV, really. It's it's not our TV. (laughs) It's not supposed to entertain us anymore, really. It's more like uh, educational programming. Even if it is, like, fucking Simpsons or whatever. Watching, like, recent Simpsons, man, it's like, what the fuck, man? Uh, I think you'll find watching any Simpsons ever is like, what the fuck, man? Oh, man, I love that. Well, I'm, like... I grew up watching like the '90s stuff, so I, I it's yeah, just I yeah. guess I'm brainwashed enough anyway from watching that as a kid where I don't notice it. But well, yeah, was... we grew up watching it, but in retrospect, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there that makes you go, makes you do a double take. Oh sure. yeah, yeah. But nowadays, man, like fucking, you know, like Lisa Simpson is pretty much Greta, and like, yeah, you know, yeah, shit like <laughs> exactly. that, man. Oh, postmodernism for you, you see. Even postmodernism is circular. Because, like, The Simpsons is a good example. Because I have seen it because my when my kids were little, they were not little, don't know, younger. They used to watch it a bit. And then, um, I mean, I thought it was horrendous. But I got the format a bit where everything is just a reference of a reference of a reference. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's very meta. There's, there's no, uh, yeah, it's just meta, 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 blah, blah. There's no s- story. It's just a malaise of cultural reference that are just smashed yeah. together for the sake of it. So in that sense, it's postmodern. And it was also sarcastic and critical of, like, American ideals and, norms and things like that and um, well, that's, yeah. stereotypes of people i guess and um mm-hmm. family guy <laughs> but what um what you're finding now because the same thing's happening in art <clears throat> um that uh, generation has grown up with it they know it but like new generation they don't understand it because they don't get the references. So yeah. That system that. of self of reference, it sort of eats itself in the end because mm-hmm. it has nowhere to go, you know? Yeah. There's no longevity to it at all. No, it's a lot of shows like that, especially program. the, especially the cartoons. What's like... actually going on. And like, uh, well, Becoming the opposite of what they started as. <laughs> yeah. Family Guy, like, is literally, like, their newest episodes literally have to explain the uh, references to you in the right. skit that they're doing. So it's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. fuck. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You yeah, you know it's it, bad when they have to explain the joke to the audience. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's so sad right now. A lot of those yeah, shows, too, like, uh, those kids' cartoons and stuff, they're, 
multi-layered where there's jokes that will only appeal to the adults in the room. Yeah. But still the kids are taking it in and like. Yep. Totally, man. It's, 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 it's definitely multi-leveled because they know the uh, parents are watching it. Cause like the parents nowadays, what they're like in their late twenties, early twenties, thirties. Yeah. And you know, they grew up on the cartoons. Their kids are still watching today. So, and they're right. still watching them. Like that's, that's what they watch. You know, I watch cartoons, not that I watch like Nickelodeon or anything like that, but you know, if I'm sitting down to have a meal or something, I'll throw on some old South Park episode from the nineties or something just to be entertained for a second and then just turn it off. Yeah. So it's, it's happening. I've never seen that. So never seen South Park. Damn. <laughs> Like I, mean, I, know I can't what blame you, like. honestly. I don't blame you, but I know what I'm they surprised look like, you've never seen it. Characters. So, but I've never, because obviously I've seen memes of it, or but I've never actually seen an episode. No. I still find it hilarious. Maybe that's just like a, a tell there of my uh, maturity level. <laughs> <laughs> I love the new seasons. I think I think they're hilarious. That's a show that's never got old to me. Like it has its weak moments, but. It's pretty funny to me, to my degree yeah, yeah. of mind. Everyone's got to have their own. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get through a lot, though. Like, there's they had like a recent episode about uh, global warming. Like, they had this uh, character, they made like a character out of Al Gore, man bear pig, or some shit like that. And uh, it was, you know, lampooning uh, uh, climate change. And then their latest seasons have you know the same character brought back but now he's showing you know it's, it's like oh well you know you should have listened to al gore because you know what he's saying is true and it's it's proven true now like you can see it in the world and yeah so there's shit like that and it's gotten all kinds of ridiculous things about uh vaccines and stuff in there now vaccines is popular on all the uh programming now like, uh, uh, you America- see yeah stop being funny yeah it has like i skip over those episodes i'm like fuck this man i'm not watching this i see a comment i'm like nope none of this yeah yeah it's in all the programming that vaccine shit there's a american horror stories another show that's out and it has a bunch of vaccine propaganda in there oh what did you say the title of it was american horror story well, maybe the clue's in the name. <laughs> yeah. Well, shouldn't yeah, I guess just, so. Shouldn't yeah. that just be a? Shouldn't that just be the point where you wouldn't watch it? Like, well, it's called horror show, so skits. It's supposed back. to be about like all kinds. I love horror movies and stuff like that. And this okay. is supposed to be like. Um, uh, this is supposed to be like you know like a horror movie, but serialized into like a TV show, and it's just eh, and it's no good. Don't don't watch it. Pretty so, sure I won't. Don't worry. <laughs> it's full of gay characters and shit too. You know, I think the the creator himself. I think it's Alan Ball, and uh, yeah, he's uh he's he's gay himself. I think. Like, fuck. Woo-hoo. Yeah, entertainment, man. No matter what you say about entertainment, it's still bad. There's nothing really too good about it. <laughs> oh, TV entertainment. Being entertained's awesome. Fuck, I love being entertained, but. TV entertainment's definitely terrible. Brainwashing. 
Oh, the alt media is just entertainment. Conspiracy information is well, just yeah. all entertainment. Conspiratainment, man. That's how I took a lot of it when I was getting into, you know, in my early days of research and stuff like that. It was a lot of entertainment for me, man. I was like learning something new. You get a little high off of it. It's like, wow. Mm-hmm. But that's dangerous, man, because then you go out and you tell the whole world about what you just learned. And it's like, yeah, that gets you in trouble. Nuts. Yeah. Yep. You'll well, it's even family. worse when you take this shit seriously to begin with. Yeah. And you think you're finding the truth. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. That was me, man. Oh, that was a lot of people, so I don't kick myself. But it's like, oh yeah, me too. Back in the early 2000s, you know, post 9 yeah. 11, I was all about it. I used to hear it on like, it's it's in all the music nowadays, like listening to. Like, jedi mind tricks and stuff like he's referencing like you know uh william cooper and stuff like that and uh yeah you know secret books of uh in the bible you know like gnostic stuff and all this shit so it's in the music nowadays too you can't escape it in the music it's just it's everywhere conspiracy yep. stuff and all yeah mystical stuff it's everywhere i'm reading comics now man i read this sandman comic uh, just a few, because that's all she had on her, but like a few first issues of it. And it's uh, it's all in there, too. I just realized that. I was like, it's 80s. Like, it was in these 80s comics, man. It's like there was never a time when people were not being brought these ideas. So, But it's always been there. It's amazing. Yeah. To to I mean, it. Philip K. Dick has been writing about it. He was writing about it in the 60s. And, uh, you know, referencing yeah. all this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Is that um, the Sandman? That's Neil Gaiman, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's like, I've read some of his uh, books before, like when I was a kid, and uh, it's definitely in there too. Is uh, what's it, the Golden Compass or something like that, or is that the movie? Yeah, he has some kind of book out there, or his dark. He just wrote a kid's book. Yeah. Read that, man. Skim it or something. Check that out. It's probably full of these mystical type of ideas. I know he has Could a be. big hate on for like Christianity and stuff. So he's always pushing like, uh, you know, this older type of uh, beliefs, paganism, if you want to call it that, which I'm down for. But, you know, it's, it's what's happening. But I think those English writers come from that tradition. You know, him and like Alan Moore, people like that. Yeah. They come from the Definitely. William Blake. Uh, you know, it's like pre-enlightenment concept of what, like paganist Christianity and Mother yeah, Earth, and that because that used to be the tradition of education in England. You know, ah, uh, okay. So, like, uh, yeah, it was. I mean, you know, we were sort of raised on that kind of like Tolkien and. That more kind of mystical. Oh, it's, there's nothing like that in North America now. It's, it's just pure, pure science. Like everything's science. There's no mystical ideas being thrown around at all. Plus, of course, you know, like the legend of King Arthur and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. In America, yeah. you just get the Disney cartoon of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get the watered down version. Sword in the stone. Yep, you can get that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I see in the Sword and Stone. I, I read that one too. The the book, the Sword and Stone, by uh, T. H. White, or I think that was his name. Yeah, 
that's that's all I know about the uh, you know, the Arthurian legends, the watered down stuff. Yeah, I've been to his castle and everything, man, down in Corfe. It's pretty cool. Oh, I imagine, man. You guys got all kinds of nice history over there. And you can see it, too. It's not all degraded. Well, that's what I here. mean. When we were kids and you're reading the books, but you could go and actually touch the things they were talking about. Yeah. You it's know, just an, right. art, an it's kind of real of book. You know. Interesting yeah. with Tolkien as well, because he was in, um, he fought in the First World War. Oh, okay. Hmm. I never knew that. Yeah, I don't know too um, much about him. I've seen his movies. It's I think I'd heard that, but forgotten. Yeah, I was when I went to Avebury, that big stone circle in um, Wiltshire, England. I think it's in Wiltshire, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. When I went there, there's this one tree there that's like this massive. Um, oh, I forget the name of it, but it's a big tree where like the roots are slightly exposed from the ground because of erosion, where a lot of the dirt has washed away. And so you can see all these roots and people hang little trinkets and tokens in the tree as sort of like an offering or blessing or whatever. Um, but there's a little plaque by it that says, um, it's said that uh, J.R.R. Tolkien sat underneath this tree when he was conceiving some of the Lord of the Rings books or like writing, you know, in his notebook or whatever. Oh, I thought that cool. was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, there's all shit like that. Yeah. But even coming up into pop culture, you know, yeah. into Tin Pan Alley in Soho, where the Beatles used to hang out and bought some of their first songs, you know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. The American version of that's like what? Walden Pond? <laughs> I forget the author who, who was inspired by that location in Massachusetts or whatever it was. Let me see. Oh, Henry David Thoreau, Walden Pond. That was his big tree. Uh, yeah, there's nothing, nothing really taught outside of like you know scientific. Uh, mindedness nowadays in our schools in, in in north america it has to be the same in england right like the, if you if you know what they're teaching i suppose if you have children um you might have um, seen some of their homework yeah it's a bit more basic than when i was at school but yeah it's, that's it's at states that's at state school you know obviously the landed gentry and the nobles they their kids go to if you're in a private school system and you go to Oxford and Cambridge and all that, then you get your proper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they I'm just talking the... about like public school. <laughs> That's all I know. Yeah, state school, forget it. It's all been dumbed down quite a lot. Yeah, it's terrible here. I think uh, United States and Canada are pretty much on the same curriculum. So it's, it's just it's bad just all across North America. Uh, a few interesting classes you can take. You can take like psychology and stuff, but you're just going to learn uh, learn about Freud. You're not going to learn, oh, learn not about good. any. Yeah. Well, unless <laughs> you can read German, 
because you need to read it in the original way that he yeah, wrote it because you can't really trust translations that, the nuances. yeah translations man that, that, that's it's a big sketchy thing for me like i read a lot of uh, especially uh, if the people translating it having an agenda of making it wanting to yeah. be a certain way yeah i read a lot of rudolph steiner books and you know it's like all this stuff is translations some of it's like an official translations he signed off on but all of his uh, lectures, like his written books are, uh, I think he signed off on like the translations of those, but all of his lectures, which is most of his work yeah. uh, that get uh, tra uh, transcribed or whatever, it's all translated by, you know, people with their own agendas. Yeah. Uh, usually English writers, like um, uh, people that were involved in some of, uh, some of stuff that, that, you know, you learn that uh, Rudolf Steiner would not have had a part in, like he wouldn't have been pushing that type of, uh, ideas but then the english authors come along and and yeah really mess it up like uh lots of um they can't help putting a bit of themselves in it yeah exactly the, you know yeah. it's kind of natural too so it's, it's it's just how it is but yeah I, it's always bothered me i hate reading translations but sometimes it's the only way to go a lot of the times unfortunately you never know what you're reading really <laughs> That's why you just can't make a guru out of the guy. Fuck. You don't know what you're reading there. You don't know if you would have endorsed that, even said that, you know? There's no one to really uh, fact check it. That's just one example, though. There's so many. A, a lot of the great authors we read here and, you know, have been translated. And that's the only way we get them is through translations and stuff. So oh, you got to translate them into American, aren't you? pretty much <laughs> from the english <laughs> <laughs> the american language <laughs> yeah uh it's it's rough you escape some of it now like with rudolf steiner's case because it's like a lot of it was written by like uh you know people from england is his uh his groups from england so yeah it's not so americanized but and it was written back in like the 40s the 50s and stuff like that the original translation of it so it's not too far removed from the time it came from, but yeah, it's still pretty sketchy. Well, man, I think I'm going to sign off, man. Yeah, me too. Good talking to you, man. I think it was the first time we actually spoke together, so. Believe so, yes. Yeah. Good talking to you, man. I'll talk to you All later. Right. Cool. All right, see you, man. See ya. Yeah, it's about that time. Oh, yeah, you two. Uh, two James, man. Both of you Jameses. <laughs> see you later, guys. All right. Take care.
Whether the fact or the jury Comprende the people versus You ain't your sensei You're teaching that style of wordplay Weaker than Wednesday Regardless of what your friends say They're all dissable Stricken from the record And deemed inadmissible While this long arm with the law Grabs a mic to Shoot dope lines first And ask questions later The death sentences of this live litigator To close the case tighter than the jaws of a gator Stenographers are steady logging The jargon that your counselors are barking in hopes of a plea bargain. But when you read back verbatim what they're saying to persuade them, you realize exactly how I play them. I come with the truth, whole truth, and nothing but. Cause the truth hurts just as much as fucking with live will. I prove skill with refills from now until plagiarizing them seeds, get their flows distilled. 